his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Good evening, everybody. This is Pasquale Majori here at News Radio 930 WBEN. It is 8.05 and we are continuing our live and local coverage of the Buffalo Blizzard of 2022. My producer tonight, Lucas Buckley, doing a great job as always on the other side of the board. I'm going to have to talk to Lucas about something later on, but we're going to save that for the last hour because uh, I got a bone to pick with Lucas. This doesn't have to do with Monday Night Raw being on tonight. <laughs> no, 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 nothing about that. I just, I, uh, not, not, we'll, we'll talk about it shortly. Lucas doing a great job as always. Lucas is one of the uh, unsung heroes here at News Radio 930 WBEN. When you need something, you call Lucas. So we are talking about the Buffalo Blizzard of 2022. Before I put my own personal spin on what's going on, tell a couple personal stories about how this uh, Buffalo Blizzard has affected me. We're going to go over some basic facts and figures. I'm going to throw some news out at you just so you're updated on what's going on. And I'm asking for people to call from different towns and cities here in western New York, different towns and communities, I should say. City sounds a little bit too much. And let us know what your situation is, and I'm going to tell you why we are doing that. Right off of the bat, travel bans. This is, these are bans. Remain in effect in the city of Buffalo, Lackawanna, and Cheektowaga. What does a travel ban mean? No travel unless you are an essential worker. For the rest of the county of Erie, the state of emergency is still in effect, so you're under a travel advisory. What does that mean? You can drive, you can go to places, but be smart when you do it. There's still a lot of work to be done out there by the plowing crews. There's still a lot of work to be done. Cars need to get moved out of the way. The remaining snow needs to get pushed out of the way. So don't go for a joyride. If you have to go somewhere for a specific thing, if you need to go for a specific reason, then you can go do it. Go take care of it. But don't go joyride. Don't try to go to Kohl's and return that scarf that your grandmother got you. That can wait a couple days. We want you to be on the road for essential things only. Please keep that in mind. All the stuff that I'm telling you too can be found at our website at WBEN.com. Also, if you're on Twitter at WBEN, if you're on Twitter, you can find me too at WNY Pasquale. Buffalo International Airport will be closed, the airfield more specifically, until Wednesday, which has caused a postponement of tomorrow night's Sabres game. That has been pushed back to a later date. They were supposed to head to Columbus, but 
They are not able to get out of town. There has been 27 deaths recorded revolving around the blizzard. Very unfortunate stat news that was reported earlier on by Erie County Executive Mark Polencars. And an interesting debate, which I might want to bring up for the third hour, was brought to my attention on Twitter today. And that is some people were in an uproar. Some people were very upset that the Buffalo Bills were able to leave Orchard Park and head back to their homes after they flew from Chicago to Rochester and then took a bus from Rochester back to Orchard Park. Some people are upset by that. One of the more prominent Twitter figures here in Western New York was defending the move and another more prominent Western New York media personality was against the move. So if we have time in the third hour here, I am on until 10 o'clock, we are going to get into that. So what am I doing here? Live and local coverage continues. What I did for this program is I went down to the conference room here at Odyssey Buffalo and I commandeered the bulletin board and I brought it here in the talk studio. It's right on my left-hand side right here. It's a huge bulletin board. And what I did is I have a map of both Erie and Niagara County, which I have up on this bulletin board, and I also have a handful of push pins. I'm going to reference the movie from 1985 called Mask. In that movie, the main character, Rocky Dennis, who was played by Eric Stoltz, had a he had a um, I don't know what his his specific physical condition was, but he had a handicap. And um, he had a map in his bedroom, and he would put pushpins in the the cities and the countries that he wanted to go to. And I do believe he wanted to go on a motorcycle. Also in this movie was Cher, Sam Elliott. So what I'm doing, when people call in from different towns and cities, different towns and villages and whatnot here in western New York, I am putting a pushpin in that town or village to know that we had representation from all over western New York. Currently on the scoreboard, we have calls from Buffalo, we have calls from Getzville, Grand Island, Marilla, and Riverside. So I need some more representation out there. I need some people from Amherst to call in. I need people from Lancaster to call in. I need people from Clarence to call in. Just just call in. Let, let us know what your situation looks like with the Buffalo blizzard of 2022. Let me know what you're doing to pass the time if the power is out. Let me know what you've learned from this experience, what you will do when it comes to future storms to better prepare. I am one of those people that say we're tough here in Western New York. We can handle the storm. We can handle the snow. It's no big deal. That was until I was able to leave the radio station yesterday as I had to drop a coworker off at home, and I went from our studios here in Maple Road all the way over to the main and transit area and all the way back to my home in Wheatfield. And it was really an eye-opening experience at how powerful this storm was, how much damage this storm caused, how much this storm crippled the transportation here in western New York. There had to have been cars at least every 200 feet buried under snow and um it was really an unnerving, very cr- critical situation that we are in. So, you know, we, we've been through a lot here over the past two going on three years here in Western New York with the, the pandemic, with COVID, with the shutdowns and things like that. So the last thing we want to do 
is hear from our elected officials again on a daily basis. But the information they're putting out there, they're doing a very good job at conveying the message, more specifically to stay off the roads, let the crews get their jobs done. Shout out to the meteorologists and the weather people here in western New York. They forecasted this storm almost to a T. Everything that they had mentioned that was going to happen, happened. And great credit to them for doing the job, getting everything right, and letting the people of western New York know what they were to expect. And I want to give a big round of applause to those people working in the local media here. I want to thank the people here at WBEN at Odyssey Buffalo, the news team, the talk team, the production team, working nonstop to keep you updated on what's going on with the Buffalo Blizzard 2022. And we're going to get back to the calls here shortly. And um, I have some catching up to do on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. But before we do that, let's go over the phone numbers again really quick. If you want to call me here in studio or if you want to send a text to the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, the number you want to reach is 716-803-0930. If you're on a cell phone, hit up star 930. And if you're calling from outside of Western New York, it's 1-800-616-WBEN. Share your experiences with me here at News Radio 930 WBEN. That's what we're here for, and we're going to kick off this hour with Jason from Clarence. Jason, what's going on out in Clarence? Well, um, you know, things have uh, definitely been better out in Clarence. Um, so I have uh, my grandparents who were without heat for over the weekend because their uh, vent pipes for their heat system were completely snowed in. And they were only like a couple feet off the ground. So I do think that there has to be some sort of change in building code or something to prevent the pipes from getting clogged with snow in the future. Do your grandparents live in Clarence as well? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, they live like uh, Harris Hill and uh, what's it called? Uh, one of those roads. Um, Harris Hill and yeah. I don't know, yeah. Klein or something like that. Sure, sure. Yeah. So how much snow did you get in, get out in Clarence? About four feet, I would say, three, four feet. Wow. And did your power and everything stay on? Uh, luckily, uh, our power did stay on. Um, we couldn't actually get out of our driveway oh, wow. uh, until the, today. Um, and I, I, you know, I really want to thank the uh, plow people out there. Um, and even just like the people at Home Depot, like uh, we were, we had to do a repair today up in, um, the University UB South area um, at our apartments, and because they have um, the radiator heating and the power went off in that area, which turned off the heat system, and then the radiators cracked uh, as soon as the power turned on. So, um, so there's all this water damage on, and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. How did you, um, did you have enough food? Were you fully stocked? Everything okay with that situation? Um, thankfully, yes. Um, and we, uh, and my grandparents, they were fully stocked. And thankfully, they had some 
time one of those fake gas fireplaces, so it kept their house somewhat warm. But both of them um, are in their 80s, and uh, you know, if they didn't have uh, electricity, there was no way to get to them. Like uh, even even today, um, their stuff was not plowed out, so uh, we were able to clear out the vent pipe. Um, but we had to trudge through three, four feet of snow um, in order to at least clear it out. Wow! Yeah. And what did you what What did you learn from this whole experience that you will remember next time we're faced with? I, I can't imagine we're going to face a storm like this. Hopefully not for another generation. But anything you learned that you'll take away that you'll you'll think about next time we have a, a winter storm roll through? Yeah, I think um, first. Uh, we're going to look at something with those pipes to see if we can um, modify them, to see sure. if we can get them higher and protected um, so that, you know, in the future they can actually have heat. Um, and two, also have uh, potentially a backup generator um, in the houses in Buffalo um, so that the heat can actually run so we don't get burst pipes. There you go. Great call, Jason. I appreciate you calling in, and I, I wish you a happy new year coming up. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. All right, that's Jason and Clarence's situation with his grandparents and um, what he learned from the storm. Very great. Great call there by Jason. Let's go to one of my fellow people in Niagara County, John in Niagara County. What do you want to add to the program this evening? What's Wally? How are you today? Good, sir. Thanks for calling in. So my question is this, is why did – Mark polling cars wait so long to put this driving ban into effect, knowing for a week to 10 days this was heading our way. Why did he wait until the last minute when the storm already reached northern Buffalo, Kenmore, Tonawanda to implement the driving ban? Yeah, John, good point. And I think you're bringing up something, as I mentioned early on. I listened to the station today just to kind of get the tone of what was going on. And I did notice a lot of negativity, a lot of a lot of people, um, as opposed to Christmas Day when people were just thankful. And um, there's been a lot of questions raised today on the situation with uh, with Kathy Hochul, with Mark Poland cars, with Mayor Byron Brown, me specifically. I'm not that educated in politics. I leave that stuff up to the smart people like Tom Bowerly and David Bellavia. But I fully understand where you're coming from, and it's a valid point. It's a valid point that you're making, and I, I think that argument can be made. I mean, they were calling this the storm of the genera- of our generation for days and days leading up to this. So it's not like we weren't aware of what was going to happen. If he would have called this driving ban let's say the evening before half of the mess that's going on in the city of Buffalo right now wouldn't even be there. Do you think, do you think that the people would have stuck to the driving ban though too? Or do you think that people are like, this is the holiday season. I got to get out. I got to go see my friends. Do you think people would have abided by the driving ban? I think that even if they didn't, if it kept uh, even a the little bit of cars off the road, if it kept a quarter or a half of the cars that were on the road off the road, uh, it would have been a completely different story in, in Buffalo. Good call, John. Where specifically are you calling from in Niagara County so I can mark you on my scoreboard here? So I am right in the southeastern corner of Lewiston near Sanborn. Gotcha. Beautiful area. And huge shout-out to uh, Sheriff Filsetti, and the crews in Niagara County because they kicked butt. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
I, I live in Wheatfield, and I was amazed. Like, I was amazed that they actually put the the driving ban in effect because normally we don't see that kind of stuff in Niagara County, but the the quickness, the efficiency that the, the, the roads got cleared up. I know the city of Niagara Falls had a, had a difficult time, but they got they got cleared up pretty quickly too. And, yeah, yeah, shout out. Good, good call, John. Incredible. And another thing is, too, is I am right there. I said I'm off of Route 31. Uh, where we only had three or four inches of snow until this morning. But once you got down towards, like, Lockport Road, you could see the difference in the impact of snow. I mean, we I must have been just north of a heavy, the heavy snow band because what we measured in inches, they were measuring in feet. Yeah, for us in Wheatfield, we started out with a couple inches, and then when I was here, uh, I was getting text messages from my wife about how hard it was coming down, and when I got home, I'm like, I could not believe how much snow we got, and it's, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, so I guess my point is, uh, great job, Niagara County, uh, Erie County, Mark Polenkars, do a better job. There you go, John from Niagara County. Thanks for calling in, John. We appreciate it. Full bank of callers here. John jumping off opens up a line for you. Let's go to. Tom in Cheektowaga. Tom, what's going on in Cheektowaga tonight? Tonight, uh, we we were we're we're on on the waiting list to be uh, serviced for our power. There's there's ten homes that are uh, without power, and we were assigned a crew uh, from from National Grid. So we're we're kind of excited that we'll probably be seeing power probably to, tonight or tomorrow. How long has your power been out for, Tom? S- since uh, Friday at at four o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, that's horrible. How are you holding up? Did you have enough food? Um, we, we had enough food, and the neighbor, uh, we ran a, a wire over to their house, and, and we're, we we got a, a, a electric cord heater, and, and we're heat, heating the house that way. Beautiful neighbors, city of good neighbors. And how, approximately, how much snow do you think you got in Cheektowaga? I don't know, maybe a good couple of. Maybe thirty or forty inches. I don't. I don't know. It's hard to say with the drip, the way the drifts are. Yeah, no. It's it, that's the tricky part about it. Because like here in Amherst, when we were here over the weekend, it didn't seem like it was that much snow coming down. It seemed like it was more of the blowing snow. It was a very, very deceiving storm. Anything else you want to add to the show today, Tom? No, that, 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 that's about it. All right, well, thanks for calling in. Let's hope those... Like, I would just like to say thank you to, to, to Kelly and Bill for, for being such nice neighbors. Yeah, shout out to Kelly and Bill. Uh, Tom, we hope that National Grid gets to you soon and we get you back to normal normal stuff here. Okay. Thank you, my friend. Thanks for calling in. Yep. I got to stop saying shout out. I keep saying shout out. I got to stop that. If you guys... Uh, Hear me say it again. Send a text to the uh, Volkswagen Orange Park Tax Board because that just sounds silly. Let's go to uh, Nancy and Albie. And Nancy, what's going on today, this evening? Good evening. I listen. Um, I just wanted to say thank you for having this show. I'm out of cable and internet for days now, but I have a safety tip. I was always taught from a very young age that. My grandparents would like to try to heat their kitchen and their home with their gas oven, with the door open in that. And I've heard several callers today calling in and saying that's how they're staying warm. And I don't think that's the safest mode. And I'm just wondering why people aren't using the warming centers. I know we have one here in Albion, and we had them in Medina and Carlton. We had them all over. But 
if your power goes out and that the warming center is there, they can provide you food, help you with trying to get you some medicine, easier than trying to get you in a in a home that's stranded, you know, you're stranded out in the country or whatever. And I just thought maybe we ought to encourage using the warming centers and the meals on whatever they're called, the MMRs or whatever they are that they, they have that the governor mentioned today. Yeah, yeah, the, the military meals. Yes, yes. I mean, if they've got all that stuff, and I really think people should be encouraged to go to the warming centers. I mean, the Red Cross helps out. You'd have immediate access if you were developing issues with lack of pills or whatever, and and they they offered to they would come and pick you up, and if you get it right as soon as your power goes out, you know, give it an hour or two or three. But these people could have been calling on Friday much much sooner than you know now when it's two and a half days later. Yeah, Nancy, I haven't heard many callers call from Albion. What's your snow situation out that way? quite a bit we have a lot more than the monroe county rochester area but we've had the, tra- the travel ban until yesterday noon um a lot of people were without power most everybody i think might have it now i don't have any tv access or anything and internet but uh from what i've talked to a few people and um but my radio is the only the old-fashioned radio you know there you go it never fails Everybody should have a battery-operated radio in their emergency kit around their house somewhere. So I, I strongly believe that. And, you know, after Blizzard of 77, I was in nursing, and I went to work by a snowmobile, ambulance, fire truck, you name it. I went in, and I climbed through drifts to get into the local hospital here in town to work and uh, took supplies with me that the stranded staff were needing and it just, we survived Blizzard 77. I don't think it's as bad out here. We were more like Buffalo in 77. We have about maybe 10 inches, um, maybe a foot. All right, Nancy, great, great call. I, I'm up against a break right here, but I appreciate you calling in, and best of luck, and have a happy yep. new year. Same to you. Thank, Thank you very much. Nancy brings up a very good point that if I get another opportunity from Tim Wenger that I really want to talk about and address a whole show, and that being the definition of an essential worker, and if you are an essential worker, what you need to do to get to your job, that is an essential job. But if I go off on that, I'm not going to talk about the blizzard very much, and I'm probably going to get annoyed, and I'm probably going to talk really fast and talk with my hands like I'm doing right now. You see it, Lucas. You know what I'm talking about. But we are up against a break here. I want to hear more of your calls And I want to hear from you about your experience of the Buffalo Blizzard of 2022. I'm Pasquale Maggiore. This is News Radio 930 WBEN. It's 827. We have a uh, news update at the bottom of the hour, and then we will be back with more of your calls and more on the Buffalo Blizzard of 2022 right here on News Radio 930 WBEN. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... 
Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to the program. This is Pasquale Majori, and you are listening to continuous live and local talk here on the Buffalo Blizzard of 2022. And, Lucas, we have a problem here at the Odyssey Buffalo Studios. What is it? So every time I walk out to the kitchen, that whoever decided to bring in that, like, Holly Farms, like, variety pack basket or whatever like that, every time I pass by – to go to the bathroom because this is a new experience for me, so I just go to the bathroom every time we take a break. I have to grab a slice of that summer sausage. It's really tasty. It is, and I never liked it when I was a kid. I'm a big pepperoni guy. Insert whatever Italian stereotype you'd like, but I can't stop touching it, so I need to, like, that needs to go away or something. And I told you it reminds me of the scene in The Untouchables when Sean Connery has that big pepperoni in the house that they're hiding out in, and he's just slicing away hit it <laughs> and by pepperoni lucas means meat product not anything else there's no innuendo right. there just just to be clear for the listening audience here my body is so screwed up from being here for that day and a half and sleeping on a floor and not eating the normal foods that i eat that i was eating like an animal all day today like i i think i ate two breakfasts i had a nice little snack before lunch my wife and i snacked after lunch and now like i'm walking by this summer sausage and i feel every time I gotta. I walk by. I gotta just take a slice of it, and um, it was just like I'm, I'm just so out of sorts and so out of whack. My schedule is just is so off, and it's I, it's it's just hard to to say no to summer sausage. Not that I eat healthy anyway, but I've been having a lot of frozen pizza and snacks, and something's got to give when this is all over. I know it's 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 just that season, and like technically. We really haven't had our Christmas dinner yet. We're planning on getting together with my in-laws probably Thursday or Friday so we have enough time to for the roads to get cleared out so we can safely travel to their house. And last yesterday when I got home, before I took a shower, before I brushed my teeth, before I shoveled snow, I stuffed my fat face with so much buffalo chicken wing dip. It was disgusting. And I, I feel bad for my wife having to sit there and like look at me. But I mean, we had food here to eat for that day and a half. Thanks to the Sunshine or the Sunrise Cafe and the other building, we got to eat real food like eggs and bacon. But I was like, oh, man. And then, like, we we didn't eat, like, our normal Christmas dinner. I, I threw together some roast beef sliders, and I just – I ate, like, such an animal. And I just, like – I feel so disgusting. I mean, I, I got to the gym this morning. Don't tell anybody that I did that, though, because I don't know if some people might not consider that essential travel, but nobody's listening anyways. And um, I am just so off, and that summer sausage just complicates things even more. 
But enough about me, because we're here to talk about you. We are talking about the Buffalo Blizzard of 2022. I got Frank from Amherst calling in. Frank, I apologize. You've been on a hold, on hold for a while. What do you want to add to the program, and how are things looking in your area of Amherst this evening? Uh, my, my cat heard the description of your dining over the weekend. She got scared and ran in the back room. So, <laughs> I am a cat person, so just, just let, let her know that. That was quite a description of your diet. Um, anyways, uh, I had a comment here about over the weekend, one of the things I heard from, I think, Poland cars was that two-thirds of the emergency vehicles in Erie County were stuck in the snow. And uh, one of the things I was noticing is that, you know, they're still using two-wheel drive Chevy Suburban police vehicles in the city of Buffalo, two-wheel drive Dodge Chargers. They have Ford Explorers that are four-wheel drive. Uh, they should be getting more of those and the Durango vehicles, a lot of police agencies use those are four wheel drive. The other thing as well is if you look like in, when they have the forest fires and in California, they have those very high, uh, chassis, uh, fire vehicles that are off the ground. They have very wide wheel wells where the snow does not cake up. And in the Buffalo area with the snow problems that we have, they're still using these like eight, nine ton vehicles that are low to the ground. The wheel wells clog up with snow. So the fire trucks are getting closed. I, I just wonder about the selection of vehicles, how much thought is being put into that, because it's the same stuff from 1977. It was around for the blizzard of 77, the blizzard of 85, people earlier in the day were referring to. And it's the same kind of stuff over and over again. It's many of the same problems. Nothing gets learned. A week goes by, and everybody forgets about it. Uh, also, earlier over the weekend, David Bellavia was interviewing some highway superintendent folks, and uh, you know he was saying a lot of these folks, they don't get the attention that they need, uh, which is true. If you ever watch a board meeting from any of the towns in Erie County, uh, they're always having to beg for the vehicles and equipment that they need, and that's always been the case. Uh you know, so a lot of these vehicle choices that we're using, they're not made for like this severe weather. We, we need to purchase the right kind of vehicles. Two thirds of the emergency vehicles getting stuck. The ambulances, why are they using ambulances that are low to the ground? When we're dealing with two feet of snow. Yeah, no, Frank, I, that's a great call. I see where you're going, and that's a legitimate question that should really be brought up. Um, hopefully, once we get past this, that happen like every storm in 19. You know, I heard I heard a guy earlier in the day. His name was Dominic. He was talking to uh, one of the previous hosts. I think it was uh, Jim Beamer. And he was Joe going, Beamer. Oh, this didn't happen with uh, Jimmy Griffin and everything. There was no looting. There was no. There was looting in 1977. There were deaths in 1977. There were all of the same kind of comments. Uh, believe me, there was nothing special about Jimmy Griffin. He wasn't that great. Uh, and, uh, you know, so it's the same thing over and over again. What, what You have to prepare for your worst-case scenario. That's what you prepare for, just like you guys at the radio station. You prepare, uh, you know, taking calls to, to, to handle, like, the worst kind of a call. Hopefully you don't get it, but you have to be ready to, you know, handle it. And so uh, they're not doing that if two-thirds of the emergency vehicles over the last few days were getting stuck. Uh, I don't know who, who you can best to comment to, but it's just something that I observed from everything that I heard. Yeah, Frank, that is a great call, and you bring up some very valid points, and that's something that, you know, hopefully will be addressed maybe next week. Let's just get through 
what we're going through now. Let's make sure everybody's accounted for. Let's get these roads all squared away, and then you know we can really start. I guess you. I don't want to say it this way, but I'm going to say it this way. Then we can start the finger pointing. Did the state fail us? Did the local county government fail us? Did the local municipalities fail us? Where was the issue, or was the storm just too much? For anybody to handle that, that's an open debate that we can have, but I don't want to go down that road on the program this evening tonight, but a great call from Frank and Amherst bringing up a very valid point. Let's go to Holly in Niagara Falls. Holly, what's going on in Niagara Falls this evening? Oh, hey, uh, I'm tying in, sort of, sorry. But at that, that, that point, I think this is a national point. Why are our gas appliances electric dependent? Okay, I, I learned, okay, we run in, in our part, North America, we primarily 90% it's gas furnaces and gas hot water tanks. But all the newer, last few decades, electric uh, ignition. So you've got to have that little spark. So it's, it's gas dependent. If your gas not shut off, you you got fuel. You got heat, you got cooking, um, but you have to have that electric. So it's that just that little spark. And why? Oh, for safety, I thought. No, no, I, le- I learned. It's they don't want that, that, that uh, pilot light wasting, hurting our environment, uh, th- that waste of that, that, that pilot light that might go on with your furnace through the summer, or hot water tank through the summer, you get that hot water tank um, going, and that little pilot light that's like a candle, apparently that's too much gas. So all of our appliances are being electric dependent. And this is, I think, what's caused a lot of people to die. Because if you can't, you know, if, if you could bypass the electric part, if the electric goes down, you still got heat. You got uh, hot water, hot water, heat, you can cook and whatnot. That to me is major on what is going on. Well, it, it's semi-major, yeah. Um, you know, this is, we're in a storm. You're, you're talking about logistics and plowing and whiteouts and all that sort of stuff. But that alone would have prevented a lot of people from freezing to death and traveling out to try to go to heating centers and whatnot. Because I'm, I'm telling you, it's got to be nine. It, it should, I, I'm going to guess 90% of the heating in North America is gas. But if it's electric dependent for that little spark, you got no heat because you lost that electric part of it. Yeah, Holly, good food for thought there. I like the point that you're bringing. Um, how did you deal with the storm in Niagara Falls? How are you guys looking as far as the snow goes? Oh, we, we, we didn't get hit that hard. And, oh, I'll, and I'll tell you, um, I was glad to see a regular uh, person with a plow. He plowed our street. Uh, we didn't have to wait, you know, and that's how it should be. Local communities, they should, don't rely on your government. Don't wait for... You know, Kathy Hochul, and and I don't mean to denigrate anything, but I'm saying. No, you're just making a point. It's fine. Yeah, wait. You know, local communities get together, do what you can. Clear the roads, clear the paths, 
what's really problemsome today that was not 20, 30 years ago, so many people that need to go to the hospital, dialysis, um, uh, oxygen, that sort of thing, that's kind of new. But generally, if you can hunker in your home and everybody stay warm and help your neighbors, you know, great. But no, And nobody has backup plans. Nobody has wood-burning stoves. I shouldn't say nobody. Very few wood-burning stoves and chimneys that work. Uh, but to have our gas furnace heating and hot water tank heating electric-dependent is sort of like a schizophrenic. It's crazy. And I would love some technicians I'm just an old lady. I don't know much. Yeah, no, no, Holly. I, I, I agree. I got to move on to other calls. Though. I appreciate you calling in. Holly in Niagara Falls making a great point. And I think the one thing I want to take out of what the point that she made was being prepared, like being aware of what's going on, um, preparing for a storm, like making this a learning lesson. So the next time this happens, you know, we don't want it to be a storm of this magnitude. This is a once in a generation storm, but don't wait until the morning of to go to the grocery store to get your supplies. Um, have a backup plan when it comes to your heating. Have a backup plan when it comes to everything that, that could possibly go wrong. Think ahead and be prepared, and I think that's really what Holly wanted to get out of that call there. Great call from Holly in Niagara Falls. I think Stephen Lancaster may disagree with Holly, though, but Steve, let me just preface this before I, I put you on the air here. You can disagree with Holly. Holly, but please being polite when do so when doing so. Stephen Lancaster, what do you want to add to the show tonight? Uh, yeah, I'll make my mom proud of me by being polite. <laughs> no problem. Um, just uh, just that, that you know um, that it's not Holly's fault. She's just misinformed. She understands there's no electric spark that lights these um, uh, burners on these uh, newer appliances, but it's um, it's like an igniter on your gas grill it's not hooked up to your power it's simply something that creates a spark electric igniter is what those appliances run on like that so um if the and i'm and i'm somebody that that agrees with i'm not i'm a you know let's get to clean energy but later we're not there yet we need fossil fuels yet um we can't just shut this turn the switch off with no plan and, uh, you know, in the perfect world. But, Steve, um, but Steve, apparently we are going to save the world here in New York State by 2030. <laughs> did you not hear about that? I did, and in a perfect world, frogs would have wings and they wouldn't bump their butts on lily pads. True. So that's not going to happen either. Uh, uh, I, and I hear, uh, I hear the in between the line there. I'm reading in between the lines there. But, you know, I just wanted somebody, you know, people to be informed. I, I'm a plumber of 40 years, retired plumber of 40 years. And um, so just wanted to say that, and it's nothing against Holly. Uh, you don't know, you don't know. She made an assumption, and it was a good, it, it, it was something good, a good view, quite honestly. Um, but just to make sure that the people who aren't aware of that, I don't want them having Holly's, assertion um out there correct it's not correct and uh, but she did prefaces it well she's you know i'm gonna use her words uh, i'm an old lady i don't know anything so she didn't like hold on to it that that was exactly what was going on she just was under the assumption that was it so no great call steve 
And uh, thank you. I uh, just uh, everybody go forward, and I'm out plowing and cleaning and doing uh, some errand work right now. <laughs> how much? Uh, how much snow did you get in Lancaster, Steve? Where you live? Oh, we got hard to measure, but uh, I was out in the heart of the storm um, uh, Friday night and so on and so forth. And I also lived through the blizzard of '77. And one of the unique things about my own experience there was I was a young man in my 20s. I had snowmobiles. Uh, there were just, we were all had snowmobiles, and we were actually out throughout all of western New York to actually see what it was like, not stuck in a house and, you know, just seeing what you could see if you could see out a window. It was bad. It was very bad. I was literally riding over the tops of houses um, throughout Lancaster with chimneys. Uh, from the fireplaces and stuff over cars you didn't know um we were taking food and insulin to people um this storm was as intense just not the duration of it so yeah this was and for me for somebody like me to say that i'll tell you because i'm not intimidated very much i really am not i don't mean that in a macho way it's just it's who i am and uh, 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 I worked up in Oswego and this stuff on the nuclear powerhouses, literally 30 below zero weather um, doing things. And I, I, I'm not doing this on my chest. I really am not. I'm just comparing. They tried to compare other storms to that blizzard. This one met the mark as far as the intensity of it, in my opinion. And, um, yeah, you know, it, it, it was pretty wild. I'll, uh, I'm thankful we're through it. Uh, I'm sorry for the, the souls we've lost. Um, that's devastating. They were here Thursday, and these people are not here now. That uh, I just put myself in that frame of mind and think, not that you know, oh, I got to get my driveway done, I got to get this done and that done. No, I'm I'm thinking about these souls that were here Thursday and are no longer here. And uh, my God, my God in heaven, it just. Um, we're never promised tomorrow. Yeah, Steve, great call and great way to summarize that. I have to move on, but I appreciate you calling in, and best of luck with the rest of the snow removal. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time. Thank you for taking the call. Thank you, my Take friend. Care. Have a great one. All right, great call there from Steve, and he was very polite when he disagreed with Holly, which I really appreciate because I do not like, especially when I work where Lucas is working now on the other side and people call the radio station. I don't agree with what this person says. Let me on the air right now. And, but Steve was very respectful when he disagreed with Holly. And that is what we need. Not only in talk radio, but we need that in the world. We can disagree. We can agree to disagree and we can explain why we disagree with that person, but we can do it respectfully. Lucas, I was going to go to the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text line and get caught up on that because it seems as I've neglected that. But we are getting tight to the top of the hour here. So I'm going to get out. This is Pasquale Majori. You are listening to live, continuous, continuous coverage. I totally botched the tagline there. Live and local, continuing here with me up until 10 p.m. here on News Radio 930 WBEN. I'll talk to you back on the other side. This is Pasquale Majori. Here with live continuous coverage of the Buffalo Blizzard of 2022. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. 
But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? ...a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.